Sal, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Friday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs, baby face. Joel Solomon is producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds and degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? I am very excited. Uh, you know, I've been a little, a little de- depressed funk since football ended, but now I'm back because we have lined up our, uh, you know, we had that cash or splash challenge. $1,056 went to the winner. I didn't remember his name, but anyway, he's getting $1,056. The name everyone's going to remember is Daniel Kirsch, who lost the cash or splash challenge. The splash part is he has to drink Harry's brother's <laughs> filthy bathwater. Harry's brother is a, an onion farmer in upstate New York. Harry, uh, this is a, this is a big moment. I'm very excited. Oh, this is very, ap- very excited. Epic, Sal. This is going to be a blast. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right, let's bring him on. Um, potential of facing this punishment actually deterred many people from entering, but not this guy. Someone had to finish last. And he's joining us now. He's about to go bed, bathwater, and beyond. Daniel Kirsch. What's happening, Daniel? Hey, everyone. Cousin Sal on the D3. What's going on? Dan, I have so many questions to ask you. Like, I feel like I'm sitting down with the Pope. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be nearly as excited. Um, Fire away. Well, all right. So let's take you through it. You only got three right out of the 20 questions. That's not very good. And did you feel <laughs> like w- that that three was enough to lose this thing? Were you nervous? What was going through your head? Yeah, I would first say not a lot of thought went into the decision to <laughs> on purpose. Uh, it was a pretty, you know, scrolling through Twitter at 7 a.m. decision. Uh, but yeah, you know, losing is tough. I, I, I thought I wasn't going to, you know, just try and it was going to happen. So I did my best to answer the questions wrong. Um, assume really probably would too. You know, I filled out some March madness pools in the past where it's like, you know, 60% to the winner, 25 second, and then they'll have the last place gets 5%. So it's in my DNA a little bit to, you know, go, go for that kind of prize. And based on my gambling success in the past, I knew first place was out of the question. So <laughs> Okay. So you're a lunatic. We got, that's very clear, but all right. Yeah, but you're right. It would be hard because most of the, most of the prop options were 50, 50. So even getting three out of 20 was is hard uh, when you got that. So now you have to drink this bath water and you saw Harry's brother <laughs> rolling around in the tub. What, what did, what do you think of this? Are you, um, I, you know, we've, we've gone through so much discussion about it. What are you thinking about the water itself? Uh, you know, first of all, I did not have the information prior to attempting the contest that Harry's brother was an onion farmer. I kind of assumed he just sat in a hot tub all day like Harry does. Yeah. It's not a terrible life, Daniel. Not a terrible life. You know, there were no volume requirements in the uh, in the listing. Here, just a quick sip uh, should keep me alive, hopefully. Um, you know, oh. I've done worse for losing... Uh, bets before and I always you know I'm a man I'm really? always pay up so um, I let me let me hear work. about some of your worst bets and maybe some of the worst things you've ingested and maybe it's the same question <laughs> you know I actually I did lose a uh, a beer growing bet in high school where my punishment was I had to eat an entire jar of peanut butter mm-hmm. and I was not able to eat peanut butter for like five or six years after that that was <laughs> <laughs> right 
Um, wow. Worst bet ever. All right, this is worse. I'm, I'm trying to rank these. This, this, this is worse so far. The bathwater is worse than peanut butter. I mean, people make millions of dollars selling peanut butter, but I don't think... Uh, all right, go ahead. My, Keep my worst traditional bet ever that I can think of, you know, I as a, a kid, had a few, you know, $50, $100 deposits, lost them, thought, all right, I've got a new strategy. I'm going to wait until something's an absolute lock on the live line. Game's almost over. Just put the whole balance on that. Just keep doing that over and over. Oh man, my 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 type of guy <laughs> here. So you did that. Yeah. How many before you lost one of those? Uh, the very first one. I put hundred dollars <laughs> on a women's tennis match. She was up uh, one and five zero in the second set, and I sat and watched. The, I don't know if she got injured. I couldn't find a live stream. No idea what happened. Lost that set seven five, and then lost the, the next set six zero. And uh, it was hundred dollars to win fifty seven cents. <laughs> I, you know what? I have a feeling Daniel, if he survives this, is going to be a very much a part of our lives here because, uh, wow, I mean, this is right up our alley. I like Daniel. I, have to ask, I like Daniel. Yeah, a lot. he's great. Yes. Yes. Hey, Megan Connolly, who's obsessed with this, she hosts uh, Megan Fun of Sports. She had a couple Daniel. of questions. Uh, the most disgusting thing you ever consumed, she wants to know. Most disgusting thing I've ever consumed. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be this. Yeah. All right. So this, <laughs> this, is, this tops it. Okay. Rival this. Um, that's okay. I mean, that's the answer. Weed that's, out of that's the ground in high school. That's pretty bad. What was it? I'm sorry. I missed it. <laughs> I think I smoked weed out of the ground in high school. Like dig a little. What? That's fine. That's, fine. that's pretty bad. I think you did too. I think you did too. I don't even know you. All right. And uh, her other question was, if you're married, um, what, what does your partner think of this nonsense? I don't think I sense that you're not married. <laughs> uh, so I have a girlfriend. Um, okay. I, I did tell her about it. I think she thinks it's all fun and games right now, but I'm sure <laughs> she sees me drinking the hot water. That's when the, like, you know, what am I doing with this guy? Panic is sure to set it. We'll have to see what she actually thinks when this comes to fruition. Does she live with you? Do you guys live together? Does live with me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, well, I mean, because the plan is, and let me know if you're okay with this, um, Harry there, right there, part of the Degener trifecta, uh, Harry's brother, his brother is Scott. That's where the bathwater is coming from. We have the bathwater. He and our other friend, Scott, who works for Extra Points, not as disgusting as the Scott whose bathwater you're going to drink, are flying out to Portland Sunday night. Now, they don't have to sleep uh, in your place, but now I'm starting to think that's a good idea. But anyway, <laughs> Monday morning, Monday morning, we're going to go live with this. Uh, are you up to the challenge? I'm up to the challenge. <laughs> okay. I love it. Is, is this the is going to take place? Like, you know, how, how do I know that it's legit? When, when is the, how is the uh, Accured. You're gonna have to trust us, but really at this point, what the fuck does it matter? You just agree to drink that dirty bad one. <laughs> no, well, uh, no, well, I mean, you'll be able to so take good. a look. I mean, you're the one tasting it. You'll be able to tell us. So do you have any <laughs> allergies to onions or anything? No allergies to onions that I know of. All right. Well, this but is great. I have a very bad gag reflex, so I something nearby. Okay. We are very excited about this. We're working on a, a, a release form that doesn't get us. Uh, you're not going to take down the company, are you? If you develop like a tapeworm or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's had this all planned, isn't he? This is going to be purpose. part of a larger scheme. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Daniel. Well, we look forward to this. We're going to so see good. you um, Monday. And uh, yeah, Harry is going to be in your place. Isn't that interesting? 
That's amazing. I would have never thunk it. Love it. <laughs> see you soon, Dan. <laughs> we'll see you <laughs> soon. Man. Looking forward to it. Kind of. <laughs> got it. He's perfect. Oh, I like Dan. going to be Thanks, good. <laughs> see you Thanks, Dan. Thanks, very, Thanks, very nice. Very nice. We'll see you soon. Awesome. <laughs> All right. He's looking forward to it. <laughs> I want to drink filthy bathwater on Monday. Yeah. What a way to start the week. Oh, God. This is great, Harry. What a good oh, guy, man. though. What a good guy. Another good guy. He I was. He no, was. Rest so in good. peace, Daniel. Uh, all right. Uh, well, listen, we have a lot to uh, get to. We're going to go over the NBA All-Star game. These guys have Sharp Tank picks, all that in a second. Let's, uh, let's take a break. Oh, I'm in love with this, Daniel. Take a quick break. <laughs> All right, still getting over the Daniel Kirsch uh, interview. Probably his last interview he'll ever do, mm. if, unless we count the one Monday. <laughs> yeah, incomplete interview. Uh, we won our race to eight the other night. Congrats to our winner, Marta Peters. She cashed in. That's pretty good. She gets 50 bucks. Brian, good job by you. Nice. 7-0 off the bat. Celtics over the uh, Sixers. And then they ended up winning the game by like 60 oh, points. Oh, man, what a blowout. Um, yeah, everything was a blowout in that game. But race then day, you, race didn't, didn't even matter then what you we lost did race it all to. on uh, Kentucky the right afterwards. Yeah, so. yeah, nice. brother. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Brad, Fucking our friend Brad. Randy, that was his. That was his um, pick of the lock of the century, right? Yeah. So now he can't make another pick until twenty one. <laughs> I, I don't even think he's going to live this long. Twenty one hundred, <laughs> I guess, is the next year. I'm pretty sure he lost his lock of the last century. He's running out of centuries, this guy. But uh, anyway, maybe he'll come back with us Tuesday. Yeah, he had his uh, lock of the century was. Uh, Kentucky over his team, Tennessee. Mm. And I think it lost the lock of the century lost by like 20 oh, points or something. Close. But Harry, you Harry stuck with it. Game was never yeah. close. We got killed otherwise, right? Harry, you had Tennessee. We did not do well. We won the race to eight. Harry had Tennessee, but otherwise we really got beat up with oh. that Sixers game. And uh, actually, Parley Kid, you had Villanova to win between one and 10. I lost on the other end of that. I had uh, Providence plus four and a half. They lost by five. But anyway, this is basketball. Get used to it. This is what we're doing. Pa Parley kid, you have bigger fish to fry with the uh the Knicks. And that is one stinky fish you're frying. Let, let's hear a couple of thoughts. I mean, they lost their last three games to teams who were starting like their their third string. And what were they up? 22 against the Nets? Oh, 22. The That's night? Uh, it was close to 30. It's close yeah, to 20. 30. Right, like at least right. 28 right. points at one point. Um yeah, you can go back to the Portland game, then the OKC game with uh, nobody on their floor that night, uh, except for Giddy, uh, Josh Giddy, who had a great performance. And then last mm-hmm. night, you're playing your crosstown rivals with really, again, none of their stars playing. You're up mm-hmm. by 28 points. And then for the third game in a row, you blow a huge lead. And this is the life of a Nick fan. This is how we know it. We had it was an aberration last year, obviously, to what happened. Um, uh, look, Sal, Tip, Tom Thibodeau. We go back and forth with our pal Alec. You know, he's always he uh, loves no one's it. more tickled about he, this than uh, he loves Alec. it because I was he's all like, in. you know, you know, I picked this, Darren. Right, you know, I, I picked right. this. Yeah. Uh, he's. I was all. I like the Thibodeau hire. I don't think anybody knows anything more. Though nobody knows more about basketball than Tom Thibodeau. The guy. He lives and sleeps and breathes basketball. He's an unmarried guy. No kid. This is all the guy does is basketball. Nobody knows more about basketball than him. But can he coach like it? Can you start coaching like you know basketball? He coaches mm-hmm. as if uh, 
maybe he was he was a, a, a guy right out of like high school coaching a, a pro team lately, uh, giving too many minutes. Like last night, perfect example. Alec Burks is having a terrible game. Uh, quickly is having a great game. The Nets are making a run, and, and and Burks is on the floor, not quickly. Little things like that keep happening. We give minutes to Kemba Walker, to Taj Gibson, um, to Nerlens Noel. Uh, I like these. They're nice guys. They seem like they're good guys. But at what point? <laughs> at what point for the Knicks is there ever a youth movement? Is, is there ever a youth movement to say, you know what? You've had your chance. This has got to be R.J. Barrett's team going forward. Randall has shown he cannot carry the team. Of course, in Knicks fashion, he had a great year last year, and then we make him our franchise player. And now he's the worst franchise player in the NBA. And he happens to be on who? The Knicks. Of course he's on the Knicks. <laughs> and just these are the things that constantly happen. And now they're saddled with his contract for years. Yeah. They got Fournier, who yeah. is has an untradeable contract, it seems like. Harry, they couldn't, they couldn't make here. a deal at the deadline. Uh, yeah. What has happened is a complete disaster, and it's the worst thing for it. Is this is what starts to happen? The worst case scenario right now is, is at least I'm passionate about this, but it gets to the point where eventually you just don't care, right? Mm. And that's the worst thing that can happen to you as a fan is when you stop caring. And uh, thank goodness they're so lucky that the guard. Everybody, you know, something Brian could tell you this. Everybody else loves to play in the garden. Except the Knicks. Like these guys come in, <laughs> these no name players have their career games in the garden, and the Knicks can never respond. That is the, supposed to be the mecca of basketball. Give me yeah. a break. Can you have some pride and win games in that arena? It, so it's become a disaster. It starts from the top. I think somebody would say until Dolan is out, it just seems like this team will constantly be doomed. Uh, was Alec yeah. right? I guess Alec was, I'm saying it right here. I guess Alec uh, was right. Don't do it. But can we give Toppin some more minutes and quickly <laughs> and McBride that at least the fans would have something to root for. RJ Barrett's right. team, Brian, can we make it RJ Barrett's team? Yeah. We got in touch with Jerry Ferrara last night. He's going nuts about this stuff. <laughs> it's I read Jerry Ferrara should run the Knicks. <laughs> he should run hiding. the Knicks. He should run the Knicks. That's what he yeah. should do. Right? I don't Brian's- think he can since that malice in the palace incident. I don't think uh, I don't want I don't think the league wants anything to do with him. And Brian's right. There's probably no easier job in sports than being an being an NBA GM should be easy. Yet they all yeah. stink. All these yeah. GMs stink. Darren, they're worse. They, Darren, they Darren, they give uh, Randall the con they give him the money. After a terrible series against the Hawks and the Knicks, by the way, for, to add insult to injury, first team in 25 years to blow three 20 plus leads in the same calendar month. Is this the rock bottom for them? Because you could say they had bad years and everything where they would, oh my God, I can't watch this team. They're winning 27 games or whatever. But this, because they gave you a glimmer of hope with that Julius Randle year and everything that happened last year. And it was a coin toss against the, the Hawks. I'm like, oh, we'll be better. Tibbs, they play for right. Tibbs, all this. To now come back and that stat that Harry just gave, like in a way, this is this is rock bottom well, again or a different yeah, rock bottom. Yeah, because right? here's the weird thing is they definitely technically on paper have more talent this year than they had last year. Like mm. on paper, the talent right. says they should be better, and yet they're significantly worse on really on both sides. They're less 
efficient. And they gave the you offense. hope last year. They gave you hope after that. They gave us hope. We were like, oh man, we're gonna build. Maybe a free agent will want to come to the Knicks now, like a like a real free agent. Like yeah. I don't know. Are we ever gonna get one? But I, don't I know. do have a I do have a I do have a guy I think who will come to the Knicks. Who? And the, the the guy is gonna be <laughs> just a guy. Donovan do Mitchell. Donovan oh. Mitchell will be the one <laughs> the one guy. He want, he's going to want out of Utah. He's from. He's got ties to New York. His father worked for the Mets. Sal. He's the right. guy who's going to come to the Knicks and save us eventually. Oh man, Donovan <laughs> Mitchell. Don, he That's would be a tough. great find for New York. A great. Well, well we should have. Maybe he's okay. We drafted Frankie. I was going to say we, we should have drafted Frank him. Nilakina instead yeah. of Donovan Mitchell. This is look the Knicks. As long as the Knicks, <laughs> if the Knicks get the first pick, they'll still screw it up. They screw right. up every single draft pick every single year. Whether if they had the sixth pick, the guy who's drafted seventh turns out to be significantly better. If yeah, but can you sixth- imagine if you had Zion right now? That would be the thing too, right? Like how great it just would have been. It, it 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 is it is easy to be a GM, but it's also tough when the James Hardens have you, you over a barrel. I know the know, players run the league. They run the league, right? And but it is it is ridiculous nobody, that none of them want to play in New York. Why doesn't somebody yeah. want to come to New York? Why doesn't somebody let's get some real players in here? Like you'd be if you got to the NBA conference finals, you'd be mm-hmm. a legend in New York at this point. You'd be a legend. They'd love you. Like that's it. Careful be, what you wish for, though. You got LeBron, AD, and and Westbrook here, and uh, everybody wants to strangle them on the street if they run into them. <laughs> but I know there was a title. In yeah, there but they also got Carmelo, Sal. Right. <laughs> All right, babyface, jump in here. What did what did you think of that rant? You called for it. You got it. I'm worried uh, part of the kid's not going to have a voice left for Sharp Tank, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 it's word for word perfect. I love that he's already calling for Donovan Mitchell. This is this is what we get, yeah, and uh, I cashed. I, I had the over five minutes on this rant. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think they should hang it in the rafters at MSG? Donovan Mitchell's going to hear this. He's like, whoa, whoa, what the hell did I do? Leave me out of this. I'm, I want nothing look, to do with this. Somebody's got to get him here. I'll be the guy. Yeah. Remember, I, I got Garth Snow out of the Islanders, although that sucks yeah, we know too. You got, we know I can't you even win with the guys. Islanders anymore. <laughs> this is terrible. How do people Ryan, live? Ryan, you have anything to add? No, I think Parley Kid said it all. I mean, it's... it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I literally said I, it all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what else I could <laughs> add to that. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been... <laughs> I mean, it's other than it's just been pathetic. And I'm. It, it's, it's starting mm. to feel again like it did... Uh, a few years ago, like you said, I just, it's, it's frustrating. And I, I don't know what they do to, I don't, I honestly don't know what they do to fix it. Cause in, in the off season, can you unload Randall for just get rid of the contract? Essentially, maybe somebody will pick Not off. this off, maybe last off season. Yeah. I don't well, know about this off season. Well, it's weird. Like he didn't, like there's the, the problem. The thing is with the NBA, when you look at contracts, right, there's still going to be somebody you, you look at all of them and you're like, oh man, there's so many bad contracts in the NBA. So like when you look at mm-hmm. Randall and you're like, Ah, he's got three years left. It's still at 30 something million. Like, well, I'll I'll tell you what, like, again, I think that was the thing with the Knicks. They were worried with Randall last year. You know what? They, they could have waited until this year to sign him to an extension, but they thought, you know, if he has a big year now, we owe him 200 and something million dollars. So instead we owe him a hundred. So, you know, again, maybe that, that that low of a contract, maybe somebody will pick him up. You know, obviously we're going to have to take back contract salaries, but I don't know. It, it, yeah. It's frustrating. And I hate, I absolutely I've, hate Fournier. I hated the Walker deal when they made the Walker deal. Um, so oh, whatever. Well, we're, yeah, you know what? We really should have had Jerry on 
except <laughs> looking at it now, I don't know if he has as much cachet as the bathwater guy. So it was one or the other. We couldn't really have both. But uh, no, I love Jerry and I feel for you guys. And um, I mean, this next thing is going to be ongoing. And of course, they need someone like uh, Donovan Mitchell. Who's uh, who's which Nick is in the All Star game this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Obi's in the slam dunk contest. I mean, Obi's in the slam dunk. Enough for right, this So you got crap. something to root for. Enough. For, I, I don't. I don't even care. Well, about the thing that. is, they, they don't even have a rising star, right? That was the thing. Even for the rising star <laughs> game with like forty guys in it, there's no no Knicks over the last right. two seasons that can make this right. Team. Right. Right. Because right. Thibodeau's in the process of ruining quickly too. Now, so <laughs> yeah. it's just the way it is. <laughs> Oh, you're against Tibbs. I can't believe it's all come down to this. I, it's Very not, strange. Look, it's, that's the thing with the Knicks. It's, it's really it's a collective from the ownership to the, uh, the GMs, the people making the calls, to the coach, to the team. Everybody stinks. Mm-hmm. They all stink. <laughs> it's not like, oh, it's just a coach that's bad. The players, you, you, if you're good enough to get a 28-point lead, you're good enough to win the game. I'm sorry. I... You can't. How do the players blow these games? It's at some point you got. It's got to be on the players too. But yeah, this this is what they have. But there's got to be better rotation. There's so much. There's so much wrong. Like again, Tibbs is the guy knows basketball. Mm. How is he not? How has he not figured something out yet? It's ridiculous. I don't know. Everything goes wrong. All right, they do stink. Speaking of players who don't stink, All Star Game this Sunday. What do we have for a uh, line here? We have oh team. LeBron, six-point favorite over Team Durant, 319 and a half is the over-under, mm. and this is our Better Edge Game of the Week. You get the edge. You get the glory. You're the winner. Pay for dinner. It's Better Edge. Better Edge brought to you by Better Edge, the no-fee sports betting marketplace. That's right. BetterEdge.com does not charge a fee on any bet and is available in 45 states. Head on over to BetterEdge.com slash A-A-O. That's B-E-T-T-O-R Edge.com slash A-A-O and get a free $20 when you sign up with code A-A-O. Bet against others with no fees at BetterEdge.com. All right, Bry. What is your better edge pick, Team LeBron or Team Durant? Yeah, well, my better edge goes to Team LeBron uh, minus six. Have you seen that roster? Compare these two rosters and there's a big difference. But my biggest thing is LeBron and Giannis, right? They won this last year by 20. LeBron's won four straight here. Giannis and LeBron are probably the most competitive on this. And I think they will try the hardest. And even the rest of the roster, Steph, Butler, Paul, these guys are going to want to beat the young crew uh, that they're playing it again, playing against. And sure, there might not be any defense early, but it's going to tighten up late. And I think, I think they cover the six here. Oh no, you are <laughs> disregarding totally the team of Trey and Dre. You haven't seen Trey and Dre play together, Bry. Dre's going to do some fun things, bringing that ball up. I think he's one of the few that is going to be super and competitive to win this game. The one that you mentioned, they lost by twenty. Team Durant did to Team LeBron. I know all the teams are different, whatever, but. Two of the last four years, the game has been decided by two or three points. So you could say, oh, minus six doesn't matter in these blowouts. No, it's been close half the time in the last half decade or so. Mm. Embiid, Morant, Tatum, Wiggins, Trey and Dre, 161, 155. Give mm. me Team Durant plus the points. Are you going to watch this game? <laughs> watching? Harry, I know you're not watching. You won't watch this game. Well, I'm, right? I'm traveling. I'm traveling to Portland. 
By the way, this is a game you can miss the first half for. I I right. I, I completely endorse missing the first game. You can miss half of a game. You really could like miss all of it. Hundred percent. He probably missed everything but the last three. Well, minutes. I like the, uh, I like the. Well, the thing is, yeah. don't forget. I I like how they do this. Right, that fourth quarter is really just like a race to twenty. Oh, is, uh, first one you got to win. That's right. This, what twenty four? Yeah. Wait, how does that go again? Twenty four points. You got to add twenty four to the the leading team after the third quarter. Right, you add right. twenty four points to. Yeah, and then that's whoever right. gets so, whoever gets to that number, uh, yeah. wins. Right. So the game could end on a free throw. Right? Yeah. There's a lot weird with this. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I guess that's a lot better. Uh, I'm in retirement from these all-star games, to be <laughs> honest. I know I gave a pick, pick there, but honestly, like, and the NBA is the worst. It was the year that uh, Magic Johnson came out and announced that he had HIV. You remember what happened? I had the over in that game and Magic hits a three with, I think, like 35 seconds left. And they're like, that's it. This game has to end that way. And I was, I was under by a point and a mm. half and they put the ball on the court. And really the camera, like a close up view of the ball as the time ticked off. And so the shot clock expires and it's like, okay, maybe the other tip, but I, I need two points here. This is ridiculous. They did it again. They just put the ball on the court and walked away and everybody got uh, <laughs> magic. And that was that. Uh, so that's it. That was it for me. I really kind of stuck to that. But Harry, you're going over in this game. Yeah, of course it's fun to root for points in yeah, this stupid game. That's it. I mean, 320 last year, but uh, the game o- over last six All-Star games is averaging 335 points. Plus, you mentioned that the Pro Bowl was a joke two weeks ago. The NHL All-Star game, uh, very boring. I don't even know what goes on in that. So why 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 not root for points here? Let's just see a, a game where there's just tons of scoring. Overload of points. Give me the over 319 <laughs> yeah. and a half. Yeah. So the only thing, again, the only thing with that, because I remember it's funny because I think I gave out the over last year. I think it was like 309. I still remember. Is the way they do this fourth I, it quarter. It was funny. Yeah. And I after, after I gave it out, I totally forgot about the fourth quarter. And then, um, you know, you essentially probably need what? You're going to need like 265, <laughs> 270, right? Or I guess like 270 going into that. I think so. Oh, that more. would be yeah. fifty two, points more. Two seventy right? or something like that through three quarters or something. So yeah, it just needs to be yeah, a really yeah. fast pace. I mean, it could could definitely be. You uh, just need to have three uh, high scoring quarters. This is so right. uh, to navigate this game, and then they throw in yeah. these little weird things, which in a way makes the game better, but not for betting purposes. You're really lost. All right, but one thing that's fun is the uh, All Star MVP. Giannis won it last year, right? He won it last year, yeah. plus three eighty. Embiid six to one, LeBron plus six fifty, Steph plus seven fifty, John Morant plus eight fifty, and then it gets into the double digit guys. This is a fun one. Uh, Parley kid, want to take a stab at this? Who's your MVP? Yeah, my MVP. I'm going to roll with uh, LeBron James here, Sal. Um, oh, you love LeBron I, that, James. I, 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 you know, it. I really don't love LeBron James, <laughs> uh, but because he was too chicken, you know what, to come to New York ever. Yeah. Um, went out to soft LA. Uh, out there, didn't want part of the New York crowd. Maybe a little too tough for him. Although you're saying he's getting killed out there. I, well, maybe he's not getting because Sally, the guy is still amazing, though. It, of I cannot believe he's so good. On, uh-huh. I, I look, I, I, to me, he's I mean, right just, there. to me, just just to look at Anthony Davis fall down uh, 17 times a game and not laugh <laughs> like that is good. That's he, great he, acting. That's Space Jam acting. How does he do yeah. it? He, but he is still like, uh, what uh, was it last night against the Jazz? He has an unbelievable game. He's still carrying yeah. these teams. He's amazing. Sally's back home in Cleveland for this All-Star game. Do you need mm-hmm. to know any more than that? That alone is going to give him a lot of motivation to win. And like Brian said, 
If he wins MVP in this game, he ties Kobe for most mm-hmm. All-Star game MVPs. Even though, to me, that crap means nothing. means absolutely nothing to me. LeBron is a legacy guy. <laughs> he likes these type of things. He does play a little. He does play hard in these type of games, harder than most of the guys, because he he is a prideful uh, player. And the bottom line is, guys like LeBron and Giannis win these, is because when they come, when they go to the hoop, who's going to get in their way in this game, right? Right. Who's going to get in the way of a Giannis or LeBron in this type of game? You're not. You're going to give up some layups, and and LeBron can still shoot it. So he's going to get points inside, get points outside. He averages 23 points per game in All Star games. For his career, mm-hmm. he always plays well in these games. So I'll take the hometown kid here, LeBron. And I think, you know, also this could be like his last chance, we think. I mean, who knows? The guy seems like he could play forever. But this could be his last chance to really shine in this type of game. So let's slow. I think then I think his teammates will know it, too. Uh, so let's ride LeBron here at plus 650. Oh, he's playing with his son, though, right? And then maybe his grandson after that. Maybe not <laughs> in an all-star game. But yeah, they'll, but they'll that's the thing. All-star game-wise, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, Harry. Uh, John Morant. Yeah, I'm going to take John Morant plus 850. 6'3", but he leads the NBA this season in points in the paint. I don't know how that's possible. That's amazing, though. And in the last month, which covers 13-game span, he's gone for 30-plus points 10 times, which includes a season-high 44 on Wednesday night. Uh, I don't think, you know, Parley Kid mentioned LeBron, and I don't think anybody aside from the Parley Kid wants to see, even though LeBron's making his return to Cleveland, see him win the MVP. Morant played his college ball in the Ohio Valley Conference. He always has a ton of fans and fan family when he goes to Cleveland and plays uh, the, for the Grizzlies in Cleveland. Um, not only does he have a great chance to win the All-Star MVP, I believe, but also the MVP as well for the league. So, by the way, 38 wins. Uh, last year for the Grizzlies in 72 games uh, in this year, 41 wins in 60 games um, this year. I just think overall, he's got the greatest chance here and making his first uh, all-star appearance. And by the way, he has the best hair in the league as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> into everyone's hair. This yeah. is interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're going to be picking that hair out of the bathwater. I think, well, I don't know. Leave it in. <laughs> see what happens. All right, Bright. What do you like for, uh, what do you like for MVP? Uh, for MVP, I you know I was I think Sal you uh, you mentioned it earlier, but I was looking at Luca too here. Like just uh, just odds wise, I mean fourteen to one. You know I know he, I had him, and then I realized he's not on the team that I I'm picking, so it doesn't make yeah, sense. But no, yeah, I know, I, like I know, I I just like those odds. You know, if you give me fourteen to one. I mean, I know he's not starting for this roster too, but you know mm-hmm. there. There's a couple of guys who could do special things in this type of game. You know, he could hit some uh, logo threes all over the place. So uh, I just. I just thought those odds were better than some of the other guys yeah. here. Yeah. All right. That's not bad. Uh, you know, I would say, first of all, here's what's interesting about this. Six different MVPs in the last six years. Mm. So they don't mind spreading it out. Any one yeah. of the guys we just mentioned could uh, actually win it. Seven Celtics have won this award. Who cares, yeah. really? Uh, but I'm going with Jason Tatum, 19 to one. He is on representative of Team Durant, 21-7-4 last year. He was a reserve the year before. He'll still get starting minutes. Like you know, obviously on a little bit of a roll, 38 a few days ago, double-double in two of his last three. What more can I say? I don't know. All these guys are great. But Jason Tatum at 19-1 to uh, could put on a performance that everyone will remember, and especially if Team Durant wins, uh, why not 
take a shot at him. All right, the three-point contest. They don't have odds on the slam dunk because it's fixed, right? <laughs> because uh, no, right. because the ju- the I mean the judges are terrible. This is really bad. Right. Uh, but that said, let's go. Uh, you know, I'm taking Zach Levine. He had his left knee drained, which is good. You don't want water uh, in your knee when you're entering this contest. But he's he's cleared for the three-point contest. He's cleared for the game. 22 last year before he was eliminated in the first round. But eight of his last nine shots were made before he was eliminated. And you got to think that continues. You have to think he picks up where he left off. A year. No, I don't know. Uh, Zach Levine, <laughs> six to one. That's my pick. Uh, Parley kid, who do you like? I'm going with Van Vliet here, Sal, from the Toronto Raptors. Uh, at plus, is it still 440? So he had 440s amongst the co-leaders. Yeah, I, I believe, believe so. I think yeah. so. Um, yeah, whatever happens, I know they have a different skills challenge. I know last year I hit with Sabonis at 12 to 1 on the skills challenge. Now they seem mm-hmm. like they've changed that up. Uh, we well, know now, this now a, it's teams, right? It's right, skills it's like teams. teams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the brothers team there. You got the rookies uh, we, against the Antetokounmpo's right. against uh, Team Cavs. Yes, yeah. interesting, right? I, I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, Van Vliet here, Sal, he's had an uh, unbelievable year shooting threes. Uh, he's uh, about 40% for the season, a little over 40%. He seems that like about two-thirds of his shot shots that he takes in real games come from behind uh, the arc right there. Uh mm-hmm. Jacking up double digits uh, quite often in almost every game he's playing in. In the last five games, he's 27 for 55. So basically he's shooting at a 50% clip uh, coming mm-hmm. in to this weekend. Uh, why not go with a guy who's hot right now and uh, who's had plenty of game practice shooting threes? Let's go with uh, Fred Van Vliet. All right, Freddie Van Fleet. By the way, uh, the, the skills challenge, should they have the no skills? Maybe that's the way the Knicks make it. No skills? Skills list? Yeah, right, what would that right. be? Yeah. Maybe face. Uh, maybe the that? turnover challenge. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, what did this is the first <laughs> right. time since 2015? Yeah, the turnover challenge is good. What were you saying? Oh, no, uh, I was curious. I think Bri's right. For the first time since 2015, the Knicks won't have any participants at all, uh, unless it is in this uh, unskills challenge. Which yeah. It would be, uh, <laughs> I think we can roster. get this going. We can get this going. We'll get Harry in there. We'll get in there one year. All right, Harry, who do you, uh, who am I missing? Oh, no, Bri, you like Trey Young. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Trey Young. I think uh, Van Fleet's a good pick, too, and he's been great on his over over three props so far this year. But I know uh, Trey, the last time he entered this two years ago, he struggled, but that was also, you know, he had played in that rising stars game, like right before the three point competition. So it did look like he was tired, especially at the end of that. I'm sure he's doing this because he expects to put on a much better show, much better effort. And he's the type of guy who's his volume and his pace should allow him like plenty of energy this time around. This is the best he's shooting this year from three at 38%. So I'm going to go with Trey in this one. There you go. All right, Harry, that leaves you. We're all going with different picks here. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm all over the uh, Grizzlies, though. I'll go Morant for MVP. I'm going to take Desmond Bain, uh, the Grizzlies, at plus 550 like for the three-point uh, contest. Shooting 42% from three-point range this season. That's better than Curry, Van Vliet, Mills, and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, had a career-high seven on Wednesday versus Portland. Uh, it's matured tremendously this season and second season. Had <laughs> one game in his rookie season. Five three-pointers in a game or more in 68 games. In 56 games this year, he has five or more in 12 of them. And uh, aside from Daniel Kirsch, we have a special appearance, too. We got a special appearance on the show. 
uh, from H Dog. Give me one second. Let me grab. Let me grab. One second. <laughs> well, why don't you just wave them in? Why do you have to leave? Are they the same person? Are they? Wait a minute. I never thought about this. Oh, Jesus. Should we just hide? Is there any way to hide on Zoom? Oh, he's got the hey, glasses. What's up, that. guys? H Dog here. And listen. Hey, H Dog. Hey, H Dog says when it comes to the three point contest and a plus 550 price, don't wane from Bane. There's profit to gain. Please, please, please be sane. Because when the dust clears in Cleveland, you will see Desmond shooting will be off the chain. H Dog, <laughs> out. It's kill kill his box. <laughs> it's such a um, yeah. I, I think I said this last time. It's such a like leaping Lenny Poffo. Um, yeah, H Dog. I'll see you. Thanks, rhyme. thanks, man. Thanks. Also, thanks. Oh, Harry, you also, missed thanks. it. Oh my God. Thank God you missed it. You missed a really weird guy <laughs> trying to uh, rhyme words with Bane. <laughs> Babyface, what do you think of that? Oh. Well, oh my god, I can't believe he's not in Cleveland for in the Celebrity All Star Game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I th- Isaiah Strong's wow. supposed to be a rapper or um, like a, a poetry po- reader. Poet. Like, what's the uh, poet? Celebrity poet, you know, one of those, you know, mix. No celebrity poet. <laughs> I, I just hope we can get him at Harry's wedding to perform at the wedding. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. He should DJ. He should be the DJ. Uh, the yeah, the yeah, funniest yeah. thing is I got to re-listen to that because when he first started rhyming, I thought he was going to rhyme with Price right off the beginning, and then he just started going off a of, no. Off, that's too hard. Off of Bane. It no, started going off a of Bane. Yeah, Bane is much easier. That's not price. how H Dog does, Bry. That's right. You got lice. You have mice. Is that the, yeah? All right. Well, that's H Dog. But maybe H Dog could compete with the Knicks in the uh, no skills competition. I like that. Uh, all right. <laughs> Those are our NBA picks. Uh, it should be a fun weekend. There you go. College basketball's heating up, and FanDuel Sportsbook has an offer you won't want to miss. Right now, new customers can place their first college basketball bet risk-free, and if you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back. Take a chance mm-hmm. on a parlay. Jump into the action with live betting. The app is so easy to use. They're always hooking you up with great odds, and when you win, you'll get paid in as little as two hours. Awesome promotions for new and existing users they've been thinking about joining FanDuel now is the perfect time to give it a shot not next week not last week but right now see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook download FanDuel sportsbook app today and sign up with against all odds to get your first bet risk-free up to a thousand dollars that's against all odds I don't know if you get a poem with the free bet but um no it's still good should still pretty good you should right all right let's go right into sharp tank Games taking place this weekend, Friday or later. This is the first Sharp Tank we're doing this week, right? Yeah. I think so. All right. We've been picking these games individually. And uh, jump on there, uh, H-Dog. Oh, no. Sorry. This is Harry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Uh, how about this one? I'm going to go Daytona 500. It's been a while since Gas Gagnon's made an appearance as well. Uh, NASCAR <laughs> oh, matchup gas. here. There's yeah. so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take minus at minus one twelve in a matchup. Uh, the number twenty two car. Give me the Joey Logano over Denny <laughs> Hamlin at minus one twelve. Very fishy line here. Very fishy line considering Hamlin fifteen wins in his last three years combined. Logano has just six, and Hamlin 
has won three of the last five Daytona 500s. Uh, only the King Richard Petty and Kale Yarborough have won the Great American Race four times or more. Meanwhile, Logano is coming off its least productive season, least wins since 2017. Still don't figure out why this is minus 112. But on the flip side of Logano, he has uh, a Daytona 500 victory to his credit in 2015. And since 2015, he does have five top six finishes at Daytona. So I'm rolling with a fishy line on Sunday with a number 22 car and Logano over the number 11 with Denny Hamlin. All right. I gotta be honest. I'm so glad I don't have to watch this anymore. My whole winter for the last three years was fighting off uh, Todd Furman and he would yeah. have a NASCAR and I'd be watching at like three 30 Pacific time every Sunday when football was over. I'm like, what am I even watching? And uh, right. more times than not, he would win. Son of a bitch. Uh, that's over with. All right, uh, Brother Bry, what is your pick? Yeah, I'm not very confident in the UFC this weekend. So I'm going to go EPL. Not very often I go soccer here, Ooh. but I'm going to go Liverpool to have a clean sheet against Norwich at minus 144. I will say I'd like mm. to thank Toby and Brett uh, from our Covered in Glory uh, for the Sharp Tank pick. Uh, yeah. Those guys really are good. They do know their stuff. So if you are a big uh, soccer fan or want to learn about soccer, I'd listen to those guys. But uh, Norwich has lost 3 nothing to Liverpool the last two meetings. They've been out, outscored from top four EPL teams, 23-0 over the last six. And even our boy Toby has mentioned something to the fact, I don't even know. I mean, I was trying to go back as far as I could to see, but it's something to the fact that Norwich has lost like, or not that they've lost. They've had a clean sheet or haven't scored, I should say, mm -hmm. uh, in like 31 straight games or something like that against top yeah. four teams. So I think against a team like Liverpool, they'll barely have the ball here. It, it would have to be some type of, fluky goal, really fluky goal for them to score. So I'm going to take Liverpool to have a clean sheet at uh, minus 144. So here's the thing about the soccer, right? And why people might not like it. Now I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to appear on Covered in Glory next week to pick my soccer team. I have to pick yes. an EPL team to follow. And if uh, look, the, the two things I hate about soccer is there's not enough scoring and, and the faking the injuries, right? Oh, but if you're going to bet, a bet like this is great because if hey, I don't get a lot of opportunities to uh, to get excited in soccer, the the reverse of that is if you bet a clean sheet against a team like Norwich, really you're just paying attention for like three spots in the whole hour and a half where you have to worry. Like they'll get like yeah. four shots and one will be on right. goal. And I did that last week when they played Man City and uh, they got buried. Really was a was an easy enough watch. Yeah. So. Take that, uh, you know, it's, uh, even when they put their back up, whatever they do at the end, it's only so many substitutions. I like this, Brian. All right, uh, Paulie Kidd, what do you like? Uh, so I'm going UFC here. I'm actually uh, switching my UFC pick. I'm going with the old grizzled vet, Jim Miller, plus mm -hmm. 144 over Nick Mata. Uh, Mata hasn't fought in a, a, a year or two. It's his mm -hmm. first UFC fight. Uh, and he's uh, a a decent favorite here. So I'm going to take Miller at plus 144 because the last time I remember this scenario, and I can't recall who Miller fought, uh, I jumped on this up-and-comer, and Miller just had way too much experience uh, for the kid. I remember this. Uh, I, I yeah. think this is exactly what I'm just going to go uh, with here. Miller at plus 144. He probably, uh, I think some of the uh, guys who probably even know a little bit more about UFC than I do, would probably even think Miller should be the favorite in this fight. So I'll just go mm. based on the odds at plus 144. I'll go with Miller, who's still one of the all-time greats in the UFC, uh, has over 40 career fights in the UFC for a guy who hasn't even fought once in the UFC. 
Let's go with uh, Mr. Jim Miller, uh, plus 144. The vet gets it done. All right. Um, I really like Bryce. I mean, it's fine. I don't, don't want to watch NASCAR Harry on Sunday. Um, I'll probably watch the fight. Brian, I'm going to go with cool. you. What time is that? Uh, Saturday? Can I watch that or no? Uh, it's, is that the 4.30 a.m. game? 10, I think it's 10 a.m. Eastern. So seven, seven your time. All right. I, I tell you, I would love soccer. I love to, when you wake up, wouldn't you love to love soccer? If you could, like you wake up at seven in the morning or 10 in the morning. For you, there's a 4.30 game. So that's a 7.30, yeah. right? Yeah, that would be great. It's not bad on the East, uh, not bad on the East Coast. Yeah. I'm going with yours. Uh, I'll go with yours, Brian. Let's win that. Um, What else do we have to cover? Oh, Harry, Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley broke up. So, oh, they called off their Mm. engagement. Does this make you nervous? I mean, now all the pressure is on you to have the wedding of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not really. Everything will be just fine. Plus, who wants to be who wants to be around him? He's a he's, he's an asshole. Yeah, never gonna work that's out. What her, that's it's what never, her relatives now, are saying now about you Now, now yeah. he's an asshole. Harry was raving about him uh, when uh, he was when? doing Jeopardy. Now he's yeah, that's yeah, all that's I said right. he was good at. I, that's all oh, I said he was on. good that's at. That's all he's good he at. He was okay. very good as the Jeopardy host. Well, to be fair, he used to call Alex Trebek an asshole too. Hated him. <laughs> Hated him. Not <laughs> true. true. Uh, Loved Alex. I, you know, I was just thinking of the wedding. Is there a possibility when they say, does anyone object to this wedding? Does does H-Dog step up? I mean, so many characters. We have no idea what um, what could happen here, Harry. I don't know. You I don't consider know what to that. Yeah, you got to do. Yeah. I do have to consider it. You're right, Sal. So. I don't think you should invite him. Uh, Babyface, did we miss anything? By the way, Xander Shoffley is going to win this Genesis Open. Jump on him now when you can. Ooh. Ooh. All right. There you go. Coming Harry, off the Sheffler victory last week at 24 to right. 1. You're right, Dave. I'm you should go off to that. it, Harry. If you come out here to L.A., so Harry and our friend Scott, not his brother Scott, Scott the Grizz, are going to be flying to Portland, and we will know Monday morning. We're going to have this on. We're going to have right. <laughs> poor Daniel's going to drink the dirty bathwater. I don't know. He he's under the impression it's going to be nice. just like a sip. He's got he's got <laughs> down a glass of it, right? He, he had to eat a whole jar of peanut butter. What's wrong with that? I don't. I, I didn't ask how long he had to do it, but that's probably gross too. But <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing at all like this. Our onion farmer friend from upstate New York, uh, Babyface, you got anything to say before we Your sign friend. off? I mean, I, I love it. Daniel is a, a true fan of the show. His uh, and I love that his gambling motto is pretty much "Go broke" or "or go broke." And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm excited for I'm excited for Monday and uh, Harry. Uh, he might he might get a, a invite to the wedding. They He's going to get a job with us. He's definitely going to yeah. work with us. This is yeah. like when you know when Dickie Barrett, the announcer for Jimmy Kimmel Live, found Guillermo sleeping in his car. He was a security guard, and he's like, "What the?" He says to Jimmy, "He's like, what the fuck? This is a security guard sleeping in my car." Dickie left his door open. He's like, and Jimmy, instead of like firing him, he's like, "Oh no, we have to have him on the show every single night for the next uh, seventeen years." <laughs> and so that that's uh, that's yeah, what like happens. It. So that that's going to be the fate of our friend Daniel. All right, that'll do it for another episode of uh, Against the Odds for spaghetti and meatballs, babyface Joel Solomon, the degenerate trifecta. And our friend Daniel Kirsch, rest in peace. And I'm Sal saying so long. And and H dog. Okay, there we go. All right, here come the gardeners. (laughs) This is good timing. So long and happy handicapping.